Welcome to Mastering La Vida, your podcast review. I'm your host, Sue. Have you ever wondered if it is true? If what everybody's telling you about yoga, meditation, spirituality, and parenthood really work? If you have desired to improve your life, to learn how to change the things that not longer serve you, to find purpose by self-improvement, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, you and I will go on an adventure to find how to master our lives. I'll try what experts are doing to transform their lives. You will be getting a very honest review. So join me on this journey because we only live once. But if we do it right, once is enough. This podcast will be hosted in English and Spanish in separate episodes. Welcome to this second episode of Mastering La Vida. I had a different idea on how this episode was going to be, but due to recent events, I decided to change it a little bit. Today, I want to go over the impact in our lives from COVID-19. The last month are being eye-openers to many of us. Between COVID-19 and the politics, watching the news 24-7, Who doesn't get overwhelmed by that? All this brings anxiety, depression, and you can end up feeling really angry. And that's not good. That's why I decided to go over the four things that professionals recommend you doing during this pandemic every single day. The number one thing is to start the day with gratitude. This will make a huge impact on how your day goes by. A lot of people do the sticky notes. They put it on the mirrors when they're brushing their teeth and it works as a reminder for you to be grateful and feel blessed about the many things you have in life. For me, I started a journal and in my journal, I try to write every day things that are positive, things that are happening to me, things that I have accomplished, even though we're going through this pandemic, it doesn't mean our lives have to stop. We still can continue trying to do things. So I try to write those things in my journal and try to write about positive feelings in order to keep myself in a positive way. Because we can get really overwhelmed when we are listening to bad news. And recently, everything has been bad around the news. So I will totally recommend to start your day with gratitude. I say it's a thumbs up and it works really good. Living During this pandemic, there are so many reasons now more than ever to feel grateful to be alive. The number two thing that professionals are recommending is to challenge yourself to do new things. You will be impressed of the things you can accomplish. And I personally say this is a thumbs up double. Since all of this started, I write it down, things that I wanted to do since I was going to be at home with the kids and we've been trying new things and it works really good for them as well. They've been learning about science. We've been trying to do experiments. We create the other day homemade Play-Doh and which is really enjoy trying new things and it keep us active and not occupying our minds and just the pandemic and it works really good as for myself during the month of june i took a yoga class online like a teaching program for 200 hours and it was great i was so 
busy trying to learn all these new things that I didn't really have time to be depressed or to feel sad or to feel any anxious. I will say it is not about we're not trying to think about what is happening right now, but will it work if all of us get depressed, if all of us are feeling anxious, filling our days with depression? Is that going to do any good to you? No, it's not. So it's not about covering up what is happening, but it's about trying to have a life and trying to do things in order to cope with this better. I also had to learn how to use Adobe Audition in order to produce this podcast. It was something I had no idea at all or how to do it. I had to start from zero. So I'm very grateful to the many YouTubers who download episodes on how to do it and how to record, how to edit and how to post. So thank you so much. And that has been a very good experience and it's something new that I have learned during this pandemic and I am very grateful for that. The number three thing expert says that we have to practice is acknowledge and acceptance, not resisting where we are and not to get lost in the what if. Oh, what if this pandemic wouldn't happen? I will be right now on my vacations. What if this pandemic wouldn't happen? I will be right now in my graduation. I wouldn't have taken my yoga class and a real face-to-face. And I know it's hard. I know it's really hard not to think that way, but they say that we have to do it. This third one is being really hard for me, especially on accepting that things are not changing or getting better anytime soon. Knowing that the pandemic is going to be around for a while and that we have to completely adjust our lives to it is really hard. So that one, I'll say it is a question mark and not a thumbs up because it's really hard for you to get to that level. I've been trying to do that for the last months and, and, and I feel like I made progress, but I don't feel like I'm in the level where I can say, oh, I am 100% aware and I have accepted this 100%. That would be a lie. So that one is more easy for them to say for you to do it than you actually get it done or get it set in your mind and think about this because I do meditation every day and getting my mind clear is not a problem but that level of acceptance for me it it wasn't really hard and I'm not saying you not to try to do this but I'm saying for me it didn't really work or I wouldn't say that it didn't work. I'll say that it's going to take me more time <laughs> and more effort to get to that level of accepting and adjusting so easy. It's not easy. And that's the truth. That's my honest opinion, my honest review. Number four is anxiety. Anxiety is the response to an imagined danger. So people who are thinking, oh, I'm going to get coronavirus, I'm going to get coronavirus, I have coronavirus, and you don't have it, but you, you stick it in your head. I feel like eventually you're going to have coronavirus if you keep thinking this way. People that suffer from anxiety are experiencing bigger problems with the pandemic. And I know a lot of people who right now are probably struggling and going back to drinking, going back to having bad relationships with their family members or doing some of the things that they were trying to work and be better on it. But this has been a step back 
and that's really 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 hard because you are at home and if you don't find things to do if you don't find ways to cope with it then yes it's gonna come back so the experts said that 30 minutes of daily exercise has shown to be as effective as antidepressants medications in research on mild depression People who are exercising during quarantine times have better mood and are capable of cope with reality better. I said that's a thumbs up. Not even only because of the pandemic, I feel like we should be exercising our heart and our body every single day. And that is just very good for your health. Overall, there's nothing that I can say that it wouldn't work. I try to do my exercises in the morning as soon as I wake up because it gives me energy for the rest of the day. And I try to keep myself very active. So I need more than 30 minutes, but 30 minutes is ideal for anyone who is very busy and who needs to get their money fast because they need to connect to work or they need to go out to work because people are still working. So if you can program yourself for a 30 minutes workout early in the morning, that's a life changing. And it brings me to how are we treating others during this time? Words have a lasting effect, so we need to make sure that we choose our words wisely when approaching anyone these days because we are all suffering the damage effects of being isolated. All of us, we are all in the same boat. One of the persons that I follow is Jim Quick. He has a program on, the, he tried to teach you how to train your brain and how to be smart and how to improve your skills one of my favorite quotes from him is that he said that someone who is nice does things when they have the time to be nice to others i have done that many times but he says that someone who is kind in best time makes time and is internally motivated out of caring and compassion How powerful is that? Because if we feel that internally, it's a totally game changer. It just comes out very natural. You don't have to really try. And that is something I'm not seeing very much. I mean, we are so focused on, oh, this political party or this president I don't like. Why don't we stop doing that and start thinking more about how do we can combine and just be better overall together instead of separating because I feel like every time we try to judge others we're trying to separate them from us trying to say that we feel that we are better than them and I feel like that's how we get to that point where he's mentioning that you can be kind and you can just internally motivate yourself and you will become very caring and compassionate. So this is very interesting because we need to learn how to deal with the family members that probably are sick, friends, who people who are suffering right now or who are going through the pass away of someone they knew or you are going to someone that that is eventually not going to be in this war is very hard. Now, thanatology studies the emotional behavior reactions to death and dying. 
And why am I mentioning this is because there are five stages that we need to understand how people go through them in order to have it in our mind and be able to understand what others are going through. It's very easy for us to say, oh, yes, I know how you feel. You really don't know how that people feel because you never pass through anything like that. And even if you pass through something like that, the way you experience that is not going to be the same way some other person is going to experience it. So knowing these five stages can be very helpful if you're actually dealing with someone who's going through it or for yourself as well. The first stage is denial, is your defense. If you're in denial, you're trying to protect yourself by refusing to accept the truth about something that is happening in your life. So you just don't accept that you're like, no, this is not happening to me. It's not real. That's the first stage. The second stage is anger. And anger can go from headache to stomach A. You have increased and rapid heart rate. You're sweating. You're sweating especially in your palms. You're feeling hot in the neck, the face. You're shaking. You're trembling. You feel dizzy. So anger can go through several of the symptoms. The third stage is bargaining. You're making promises to God that if he'll change the circumstances you are in that moment, you will be better in the future. And a lot of people go through this when they are very sick. They go through that, oh God, I promise you, if you save me from this, I will change. I will be somebody else. And then later on, they don't. The fourth state is depression. So you face death or others are facing death. It can even be a debt of other parts of their lives, you know, realizing that the future is canceled and you have no control whatsoever of what is going to happen. That is the depression stage. And the fifth stage is acceptance. You accepting things as they are, and it's the only path to your inner peace and reconciliation. And that is the fifth stage, and it's the last one. So Everyone goes through, and this is a study that has been done, that every single person goes through these stages once they face that someone is dying or that you are going to die. So it's not really easy to don't let your emotions, you know, run your life when they're currently going through something like this. And just to finalize this episode, I would like to say that People will judge you. If you are trying to have a life, you're trying to still do things and you are not crying in a corner, they will say that you are not sensitive enough to what is happening in the world. But if you're crying in a corner and you feel devastated and depressed, they will judge you as well, saying that while you're feeling so depressed, you need to move on with your life and life is going to continue. So at this point, we all have different ways to cope with what is happening and that doesn't mean that you don't care that just means that you are different so if for one moment we just stop the judgment and just focus on what can actually help you go through the things that are currently happening around the world and and realize that this is not only happening to you this is happening to everyone around the world so don't forget to be kind, to cooperate with someone when they need it, 
to be open-minded and not judgmental, to be part of a solution and not the problem. Thank you so much for listening to this second episode. I'm your host, Sue, and I hope you guys like this episode. If you feel that there's something good in here and you would like to share with someone, you don't have to share the podcast, but you can share the words of advice coming from you because the best way for us to learn something is for us to preach it and to say it back to others. So go ahead and give a word of advice to someone today because you never know if that person who's listening to you is needing it today. Thank you guys and I catch you all up on the next episode. Bye.